Hello. Hello. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Harley and Josh Home, your music podcast by musicians. Harley's here. Hello. Uh, Josh is here. I, I'm not, mate. Oh. I'm an illusion. I'm a hologram because I've already died and yeah. the, my record label's got the rights to me and they're going to put me on, some for some reason, a hologram <laughs> on the radio. A radio hologram. I didn't think this through. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about the music industry reeling from flipping COVID-19. Let's talk about that. It's um, fine. South by Southwest <laughs> has been cancelled because of that, so we're going to be asking later on should concerts be cancelled because of this and and yeah and how will it affect uh other other concerts absolutely and... everything uh gibson is donating guitars to musicians who lost instruments in uh, the tennessee tornadoes mm-hmm. uh, that's not a football team and <laughs> also uh ips which has got a brand new record store mm. on st peter street so we're going to be talking about that. But, I mean, Harley, first, I mean, oh my goodness, I'm just, I need to know what's happening. What did I do? Oh, I mean, what did you do? What did I do? I oh, don't know, the computer flipped out. Okay, well, it's what I do. Um, yeah, it's been good to get back in the swing of things. Good. And be a... And it's playing straight as well. Yeah. Not just swung. <laughs> but to be a, a local musician again. Hey, it's, uh, for local people. It's kind of nice, yeah. So I had two gigs this weekend. Uh, Friday night with Class Act at the Shamrock. Saturday night with Oddball and the Shifty Twins at the Swan. Um, and they were two very, very well-received shows. Yeah, man. I, so, I, I saw, yeah, some great pictures from yes. the Friday night at the Shamrock. Yeah. It looked it, like a great time. It, it always is there. It's just a very nice, warm, welcome crowd. And it was, again, really good fun to play with Class Act. Um yeah, yeah. They're, they're, I mean, it's so it's, it's you, Rainer. Yes. Um, I mean, look, tick off your bingo card. Yeah. Uh, Bronwyn. <laughs> yes. Uh, we've Rob. got uh, Rob and and Tom, Tom McCarthy. Yes. I mean, that's that's it's, one all-star lineup because three of them are an all-star rock school. Yes. Um, it was. Um. Yeah. It was great, and it's all like so much fun. There were a lot of songs because we haven't played together in a while. We had one rehearsal just to go through some bits we weren't sure of. Right. Tom has only done a few gigs with us so there were a few songs that he was still learning at the last gig and he mm. kind of went I didn't do that very well can we just like tidy these bits up or Fair. things we remembered from the last gig because when you're playing the same set you don't really know that you don't know a song or stuff like that until you do a gig and you're like ah, this this isn't how I expected it to go so we kind of went oh yeah we messed that up last time where Let's did you rehearse? we rehearsed at um, audio is it the audio lab. Yep. yep. What's the full name? Central Audio Lab. Central Audio Lab. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Um, on Smart Street. Mm. Um, yeah. Run by Mr. Stan from the downstairs. Yes. We, um, uh, yeah, had a lot of fun uh, doing that and getting all through stuff. But the gig itself was great fun. Um, I love playing with Bronwyn <laughs> because she, she is so fun. It's so funny. Like, just the dynamo. Yeah. Like, there's just, you know, Every every direction you look, when you look at the band, there's there's smiles on the face. Yeah. Uh, because someone's doing something cool. Everyone's all just getting into it. Yeah. We started off with our own partial rendition of Carry On Wayward Son. Oh, brilliant. Four-part harmony at the beginning. Went into the riff, and when it, when it goes down to the, the what would be the piano bit, we hit him with I Love Rock and Roll. So like, yeah, you told me this. We, yeah. Uh, at rehearsal, we kind of were just playing, and we accidentally went into that song, we're like, okay, let's not do the whole song because <laughs> it's a bit much. But I think that's a cool little riff to open with, Absolutely. and then we'll go into another dun, song. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, dun, dun. yeah, it's great. So, um, and that that was really cool, and it was a nice little opener. It was a great way to start the set with just an a cappella part, 
um, which is great. Yeah, that's um, great. I mean, it's one thing I will say about Bronwyn, mm. um, I feel like a kindred spirit with her yeah. because I feel we're both like English versions of Jim Carrey as yeah. Ace Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> just sometimes I'm like, like, all like the mask. I sometimes you have those, expect you have Bronwyn very to just elastic go, faces. Somebody stop me! Yes, I think Bronwyn should do that at every every show. Yeah, yeah, and that was that was like it was really good fun. Um, and uh, Charlie, my partner, was there, and she was like, Wee. "You can tell how much fun you guys are having on stage. Good, like that's that's what it's all about. We love doing what we do, and if we don't have to tell you, but you know that we're having fun." That's half of the job because it makes it so much easier for the audience to have fun. Absolutely. And, and enjoy themselves, enjoy the night, keep on drinking, um, plenty of lemonade, <laughs> uh, you know, um, drink responsibly, people. <laughs> uh, lemonade. Um, Silly lemonade. And if you're feeling particularly uh, uh, decadent, you can have an orange and lemonade. Oh, my goodness. Oof, oof. Oh, vitamin C all over the place. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's... Uh, the th- what you were saying there, just when you can see a band having fun yeah. and enjoying themselves on stage, I always say to my students that it's like having a conversation with somebody. If you're having a conversation with somebody and you're talking about an exciting topic, but you don't look excited, it's very difficult to get that person that you're talking yeah. to excited about it. So it's exactly the same on stage. You are having a conversation with your audience. And yeah. if, if you're not keeping eye contact or you're not smiling, uh, depending on what kind of music you're playing, or just, you know, being in that emotion then it doesn't work and to add to that thing there's a a great interview with a guy called charlie winston uh, who was talking about the conversation uh Mm. of a a performance because you're it goes both ways but it's your job to get the people in the audience to to talk back to you Mm. not necessarily stop and have a whole have a conversation with you midway through your set you suck yeah, nobody nobody likes a person who tries to talk to you mid-set. Just pu- I like that one! <laughs> yeah, public service announcement. But cheering, clapping, singing along, doing the call and response, all of that is part of that conversation you're having. And the more like to and fro you have, the better the conversation is, mm. the better the gig is, and the more, pe- more likely people are going to come to the next gig because they felt part of something. Absolutely. Rather than they've just watched it. Um, and it was, it was a great example of that in play. Absolutely, yeah. um, it was good. They fun crowds at the Shamrock yeah. as well. Oh, is that for some good crack? Mm, yes, Rob was great. With uh, Irish pub radio. Yeah, oh, mm. you love it. Um, Rob was great. Uh, uh, kind of leading the band in the ways of if something wasn't going to work, he took it down a different path. Uh, there was a lot of uh, fun conversation between the songs between all of us, and mm-hmm. it was yeah, it was just a really enjoyable night uh, for everyone involved. Um, and yeah, it was. It was just great fun. I think everybody in that band mm. has been a front man at some point or front person. Yeah. Yes. That, maybe <laughs> really that's something funny. to do with it. Yeah. That might be why, because you're all just dynamic people. Yeah. I think it takes something to be the front of a band and mm. that kind of, I think, yeah, I think a good band is where anyone can take the front of the stage. Mm. The hardest part is knowing when to take the front of the, sta- take front of the stage and not step forward when someone else steps forward. Right. Um, and I think we're, we're pretty good at that yeah, look because at it's me. very easy to talk over someone at a gig and mm. the, the punchline or, uh, the point you're trying to get across gets lost because there's two people on a mic and yeah. it just scrambles up and we did that really well. Um, I think it's really good to kind of, people are really good at kind of spotting those such situations. It was great. Absolutely. Um, Holly, that's amazing. How was the Swan and the Hedgehog? I've not gigged there yet since the, uh, the ownership change. It was really good. It was really yeah? good. Yeah. They, um, where did you play? 
so we played the same place as we were we had in the past. I know there are some bands would have in the past have played where the pool table used to be. Yeah. Um, but we just went in and set up as usual uh, where where the bands cl- traditionally were. Mm. Um, it was really funny because last time the, uh, Dan set his drum cut drum kit up in the middle, and afterwards we went. I don't know if that works. Next time we'll try it in the side. So no. we set his drum kit up at the side, and we looked and went that nah, uh, worse. Okay, <laughs> move it all back. Um, it was really busy when we got there. Um, there was an event on at the uh, Corn Exchange. Right. So as soon as we were about to start, everyone piled into the Corn right, Exchange, which does happen. It, it was does, darts, yeah. um, and it was a, <laughs> a really busy night. There were a lot of people who were very much up for a good time. Brilliant. Who then walked out before we started playing. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, so we're, we're like, okay, well, it's all right. We'll hold off a little bit because we'll probably catch them on the way out. Right, and we yeah. did. And yeah, to be honest, it did fill up after the dart started with people who just came to see a band uh, with a lot mm. of people there we knew um, it was a really nice friendly crowd we had a lot of fun with it good um, I was playing with a new toy so that was great fun what was oh my, I've got I've gone from the Helix effects which is the the Line 6 Helix to the Helix floor which basically is more buttons although half of them didn't work that's a story for another day huh. um, but it also has amp modelling so I was going into a, for Friday night, I was going to an acoustic amp, right. which is a brand called Acoustic. They don't exist yes. anymore because yeah, you can't have a brand like that. I fixed an amp from Acoustic once. Have that you? was really interesting. Just like looking at the circuitry and being like, wow. I'm glad, th- <laughs> I'm glad they don't exist anymore because imagine Googling it. Uh, yeah, I need an acoustic amp. Uh, we yeah. got one from Marshall, we got one from uh, yeah. Behringer. No. Um, well, I, I think it's an interesting story about the, the, your Line 6 floor thing. Yes. Um, so, so it broke... And you got it fixed really quite easily. So, um, the my Helix effects was on a ship. Right. It stayed, stayed on the ship because the guy who took over used it. And uh, I uh, took, had it's a... very trusting of you. And that's very nice of you. There not many musicians would do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, well, com- it was with commendations to you. Um, the, so... A friend of mine had a Matt Hurrell uh, had a spare Helix, which he said Hops. only half the buttons work. Mm-hmm. Don't know what's wrong with it. If you can fix it, you can. So um, I looked at, I took it apart, and I went, okay, there's these little tiny little plastic bits, which had gone missing. Where uh, I think someone had taken it apart to fit, take some sand out of it because it had been on the beach in the Maldives and got filled with sand. All right. <laughs> um, and so then. From that point, so yeah, the bits have gone, gone missing. So the buttons that didn't work were the ones that you needed, and the buttons that did oh. work were fairly useless. So I managed to get the parts, the bits that were missing, and swap them. So I could ha- I can have any six buttons work, but I couldn't have the full twelve. Right. Essentially, so that's oh. where that's what was going on. Uh, smart, smart cookie. So I managed to get get the, uh, get hold of some new parts fairly uh, fairly affordably. But at the moment, I'm just using the bottom row of, of stuff. And the tuner button, which I can't reassign anywhere else, only works sometimes, which was a bit annoying because my bass went very out of tune on the Friday night, and I was like pressing the button panically during the set, during the song, to try and get it to work at the like so I could tune it at the right point where you could kind of live without bass. Yeah, so I was like, okay. But anyway, so you got you don't want to be one of those moments where you stop on stage and you're like, can you just give me an E? 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 Yeah. The audience is going, ah! Yeah, I did try tuning by ear, but the, the, the monitoring system wasn't... The <laughs> situation wasn't ideal. But anyway, yeah. So I got it working, and I was really happy with how I set it up. Because I've set it up uh, with a... Basically, I made a patch that if I press a button, when I hit the bass note, it plays a power chord 
of what the guitar would do Oof. going through a matchless amp and a 2x12 cab. Ooh. Uh, mic'd up with a Royer 121 because you've got those, you've got all the uh, the amp modeling and mic modeling on there. That's great. So, really great sound, and it's great because I played a note and it sounded very close to the guitarist playing that same chord. Right. Um, so, Oliver was, if Oliver was soloing, I pressed the button and I've got chords underneath, so there was never a point where it, so there were three of us on stage and it sounded like there were four of us. Wow. Um, so the- Shifty quadruplets. We were saying if we had a th- if we had another member, we we're discussing the way home. What would we call ourselves? Would it? Oh, sh- oh there'd be shifty triplets, wouldn't it? Well, it'd be odd. <laughs> Someone suggested, what about odd balls and the shifty twins? <laughs> but then, uh, then I said, then no, because then it'd be <laughs> then it'd be then it would be even balls and the shifty twins. Yeah, <laughs> one ball. <laughs> uh, so the other suggestion was odd ball, nut ball, and the shifty twins. Oh my. Um, uh, or odd ball and the shifty triplets. Right. But I guess odd ball, even ball, and the shifty twins. Oh, yeah. Mm. So, um, yeah, answer on a postcard. If we had an extra <laughs> member, what would he be called? But, um, um, Harley. Yes. What was your favourite musical moment from last week? Mm-hmm. Um, carry on, Wayward Son. Absolute battle of song. I love it. Carry uh, on, and I have, Wayward Fun Time. Yes. I want to record a uh, a cover of me playing that at some point. As yeah, well, uh, that's really fun. That's one, thing, that's one thing on my list to do is get more videos of me playing up online. So it was uh, and that's a you, great song to do. Was it the whole band harmonising for Whole, uh, so everyone apart from Tom. <laughs> uh, just because... Because he's so mysterious. Yes. Also, he, he was mysterious. hidden in the corner. There wasn't enough space for a mic stand. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So it's like, me, yes, that's what Rob, I like. Rainer and Bronwyn singing beautifully. Absolutely amazing. All right. What was your, your favourite, well, most what? important musical lesson from last week? Make sure your tuner works. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. No. Like, that's that's... That that was a stressful moment because I was like, ah, I'm like halfway That's between so an F and an E, and I'm like, oh, you this- forget how how much we rely on technology a- until you need it. Right? Yeah, my bases, all my bases are really good at staying in tune as well. So generally speaking, I'm I can take my bass out of a case more so if it's in a hard case and it's in tune. Bass out of a case, London. So then I'm more I, because I'm more expect I I can go. Yep, yeah, it'll probably be in tune. It means I'm more likely to be caught out when it's not. Right, yeah. You know, like if you've got a guitar or a bass that you need to tune every two or three songs, well, you'll tune it every song just to be sure, you know, and you get very good at talking whilst tuning, which is something you're quite good at. Uh, Yeah. Whereas I'm like, and I am (laughs) very happy to (laughs) be here. Good for you. <laughs> All right, let's play some music. Yes. Um, ladies and gentlemen, here is a song by the marvellous Mefs. That's not their band, they're just called the Mefs. Uh, it's called Budget Luxury. They are playing an Ipswich with pet needs this weekend, so stick around for the gig list to find out. This is Budget Luxury. Ah, oh, perfect length, that one. That was nice. I Budget like that. Luxury by the Mefs. Uh, yeah, it's good. It's great. Get in, do a good chorus, and get out. Yeah, no well, way around. Good riff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, right. Oh, oh, Harley. I've got like you know. Uh, well, I, I played the wrong jingle at the beginning, so I better play the wrong jingle now. Yeah, yeah. Consistency. 
What did you do? Me. Yeah. What did you do, Josh? Uh, thank you. Yeah, so you, you sung that one. All right, so started off the week with All Star, as I usually do. I've got my All Star t-shirt on right now, All Star yeah. Rock School. Um, uh, and I was really happy about this one specifically because uh, I'm, I've been making a suggestion for a song for, like, months. Yes. And we finally did it. G- can you guess what it is? Uh, did it begin with S? Well, no, but yes. <laughs> it, it was <laughs> sung by Ghost, which Harley calls... Shost. <laughs> if you look the- at the logo, it looks like Shost. <laughs> it's, it's just does. It just does. Um, uh, it's like they're the first band I've been... Like a big band that I've been obsessed with for a long time. Um, so absolutely, and we did Dance Macabre. Um, nice and simple song, and all the kids loved it, and now they're big Ghost fans. That's good. So love that. Um, yeah, so it, the thing is, it, it was... I don't know, it was really weird, because when I was tabbing it out, it's in D standard, but... It doesn't need to be in D standard. That's the, that's the annoying thing about tunings. Um, like, that you don't have to be going in these weird tunings. Put it in drop D and go from there. That's pretty much like, you know. When Ghost I was so- from there. Yeah, right? Ghost from there. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it, what, what it is. Like, I think sometimes people just go to different tunings just to be pretentious. Um, but yeah, it was it was really fun. Um, and just, uh, yeah, the guitarist didn't even need to be in D standard either. But all the, it was all tabbed in. I want... I wonder whether it's just one of those things that if they, if the rest of their album was recorded in D standard, so it's just like well, all I get why tune up just for one song. Good point. Good point. It, yeah, because for a live show, fair enough for a band like or if you're doing an all star show, why tune down for just for one show? Yeah, but one song. If yeah. Every other song's tuned tune to D standard, then why tune up? Yeah, good point. Yeah, I like that. Um, speaking of tunings, um, I've turned my Made in Japan. Jaguar from 2004 mm-hmm. uh, into a baritone. Yes. And I'm super loving it right now. I would love to hear this. I've been uh, I've been listening to lots of music that have has baritone on and every now and then I'm like, yeah. So I've just talked about pretentious tunings and I've and I've just been saying about <laughs> that baritone which is now an A standard. So um so that is A D G, G. Oh, crikey, I forgot the next one. Uh F E A. Oh, no, it's not right. F. No, it's not F. It's the other F. way, isn't it? Yeah, it's A, D, G. Uh, what's the one in between it? Anyway, Hansel's on a postcard. Please a- let us know. A, E, D. Oh, no, sorry. it's not A, E. It's A, D. A, D, G, C, E, A. There we go. Yeah. A- yeah, E, A. I, was, I, I fully was expecting it to have some flats in there, some weird like... Right, no. Right, no. No, nice and simple. Uh, it's been so fun to be playing around with that, just with loads of fuzz and like pitch shifter... Um, and yeah, I've been planning my own solo stuff to, to go out and do some gigs by myself because I really, really want to get out doing that. Um, I've uh, also ordered some extra stuff for it. I've ordered this uh, Duesenberg tremolo for it, mm-hmm. which I cannot wait to get. You're cut. loving the tremolos these days. Oh, I've always, well, uh, since joining the Lockerbillies, I can't actually, since um, uh, my 80s phase and my Floyd Rose. Back yeah. in like 2007, 2008, I can't play guitars. Well, I can play guitars without tremolos, but I so much prefer it with a tremolo. It's just, it's it's a tool. It's a very useful tool to yourself. Which is, why is it called a tremolo, Harley? Because originally they would use it as a tremolo rather than like... Use no. That's a vibrato. It's always a vibrato. Because it changes the note. It's pitch. Like tremolo is volume. Just going... Tremolo is both. I think it can be both. No. Yeah. Tremolo is just like an LFO and it's just turning the volume up and down. It's not changing the pitch because that's vibrato. So why isn't it called a vibrato one? But you, have, you get no a tremolo sense. pedal that can change the pitch. Can you? Yeah. Well, that makes no sense. 
Nah. None of it makes sense. Um, <laughs> uh, right? Who am I? Um, so yeah, that, I'm really looking forward to putting that in, and that that takes no routing, just like the Stets oh. bar. So you literally, if you've got a stop tail, um, you know, um, what my speed loader, yeah, um, you can literally just swap it out. Oh, okay, cool for that. So I can't wait for that. Um, so All Star, also back to All Star, they had a performance on Tuesday. I want to give them a big shout out because they played at the Rock Prom at uh, Colchester Art Centre. Awesome, sold out audience. Wow, absolutely packed because Great. there were about six different schools and bands involved, mm. and uh, they nailed it. I only saw the the, the videos because I was working, mm. um, but I was just so proud, so so proud. Um, and it was yeah, like one of my base students. Uh, shout out to Maisie. Yeah. She just nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. And she's just, yeah, she she is so good. So I just want to just say, well done, guys. You you were incredible. Band's called Time's Up at the moment. Okay, cool. I'm not sure if they'll change it or if they'll continue being a band. I hope they do. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of bands and performances, I've had uh, my school, Moreland, have been practicing all week uh, for their performance uh, that was on Friday at Snake Maltings. Okay, yeah. So I've been talking about this on the show before. I've kind of like put together a little band uh, that ended up being called Archie and the Deadheads because they were part of uh, a performance of Macbeth. Uh, we had to do sort of Macbeth in 10 minutes, basically. Um, <laughs> right? And then we had uh, three songs to use. Uh, we did Lust for Life by Iggy Pop. Right. Which the kids did really well. Nice. Running Up That Hill as well by um, Kate Bush. Um, so a couple of the kids played for that one, but some of them were performing in it, so they couldn't be involved. But the you know drummers were great. Really, really good. And I, yeah. I taught them drums, and they're good, which is just like, how? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm not a very good drummer. Um, so yeah, they're going to be overtaking me very, very soon. Um, <laughs> and uh, also, they asked me to do a, a horror intro, but I've, I've been slammed busy these past two weeks, and it was like... Like the like a couple days or or so before the performance, I can't remember. They were like, "We need a forty second horror intro." This kind of like Hammer films, like The Omen, right. like The Exorcist, with with a thunderclap. And I was like, I had like five minutes before I went out, so I uh, I literally I I just got the the thunderclap and the rain from Raining Blood yes. by Slayer. Put that at the beginning and left it going because like right at the end, you know. <laughs> at the end of the song and then uh, put Shost I mean Ghost uh, Spirit um, is that the one with the uh, like it starts off with a bell and an organ going yeah yes. exactly so they were just like wow that's amazing I was like yes I'm going to take all the credit yeah. for that but yeah it also it, I like it because that introduced some of the kids to Ghost so yeah and Slayer <laughs> which they were like oh this is a good tune like da, 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 and then nine nice <laughs> like, there's no swear words it's fine yeah Um. so yeah they, they did the performance on stage like there was six other schools there no seven other schools actually Um. and I really do think that they were the best I'm not biased it wasn't a competition. They had to learn a song that they wrote specifically for this because it was about like the future. Um, yeah. And somebody had written this composition just about climate change. And it was based on Greta Thunberg quotes, funny okay. enough. So when they tuned, like teaching it to the kids, I was like, this is a, it's a bit propagandary for 10 year olds. But yeah, <laughs> the, the, you know, all the kids were, were, they were sort of saying, what are you scared of about the future? And they were all like climate change, you know, um, yeah. um, you know, all this sort of stuff. So yeah. It was kind of a thing of like, you know, this is these are your kids because it's all the parents in the audience. So if you want them to have a good life, yeah. maybe look after the planet. Um, so, yeah, well done, guys. I was so proud. They were so well behaved. I was with them from like 12 until about 9, 10 o'clock. No dramas. 
just some some weird things that come out of their mouth. I'm going to be starting like you know like f- quotes and phrases that they'll come out. Like the, the one of the quotes was, I, "I want you to act like your house is on fire," which was like a Greta Thunberg quote. Uh-huh. And uh, and and so I was like, "Well done, you guys have learned the lyrics." Well, and one of the kids just comes up to me afterwards. She was like, "I'm going to burn everything down apart from my boyfriend." <laughs> it's like, oh. Again, she's eight. <laughs> like, and she just looks at me and goes. <laughs> oh, really? just, like gets a fake match and is just trying to light me on fire i'm like i think you got the wrong message from this climate change <laughs> um yeah so after that uh i was uh bravo the next day uh we were teaching enter sandman uh nice. which was fun because like the last week i think we'd done like shut up and dance with me yeah. and i was like please get me something better and yeah enter sandman was much better um uh then i uh, straight after that i went to uh my mate dave housden's place because we he, we are recording more bits for battle toads which is going to be coming out on the xbox tbc it was going to be episodic um but they're you know there's there's different things going on behind the scenes which i can't talk about so mm-hmm. i don't know a release date yet but i'm so excited for it to come out Amazing. um uh what else happened what else did i do harley i don't know oh you repaired my guitar Oh yeah, you repaired my um, my Gordon Smith. That's it. Oh yeah, because the Stets bar when I was putting it on, uh, I dis. Uh, how what had happened? Can you can you tell me what had happened to my single coil um, at the bridge? Had I just yanked it out or something? Yes, it came out. It, it actually broke at the switch end. Right, I thought that might have been the case. So uh, which were, like, it was funny. I was talking to James at the time. I was like, right, so. My thought is that the wire may have been tugged whilst you're fitting it because it you always you kind of have to have them at tension at some point because they're the cable that comes on a on a on a pickup wire is almost long enough. Right, always, always, almost. You're like, if it was a little bit, yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm hoping it's come off at the switch because otherwise you've got to dismember this entire tremolo system. And sometimes if it's come off at the actual pickup end, they're really hard to fix. I bet, yeah. Uh, And they might even be a job to take back to the. Uh, to a pickup specialist because mm. they sometimes have to take a winding pickup off. Pickup artist, you might say. Yes. <laughs> um, luckily, it was at the switch end, so yeah. it was a nice, easy fix, especially because you've got the Telecaster style system on that. Yeah. They're like, it's just a single bar, two screws, and it's really easy to oh, get to all great. the electronics built in, which is mm. lovely. Yeah, you lift out the whole thing and it's just there, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so shout out to West End Music. Thank you very much for sorting out my stuff, as per usual. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah, just got some... Um, one of those elastic straps. Those only only ball elastic straps from West End Music. Oh, okay. And it's really fun just nice. to play with because it's just like boingy boingy boing. <laughs> um, and also put some mammoth slinkies on there. But I I uh, I've changed it up a bit Ooh, because the what you end up doing is um, for a baritone guitar you need really thick strings because mm. otherwise it's just you know yeah. flopping about too much. Uh, and the strings I had on it before were like tens or something. Mm. So I've changed it with a lot of truss rod adjustments. Um, to it starts with a 60 no 62 for the for the e string like a bass string and a 14 for the e string so instead of so that's like a b string yeah um so yeah and it's it's really fun nice it's just so fun um so yeah shout out to western music thank you for all that um are you gonna do any videos or anything like that are you just kind of playing around with it um maybe please do Uh, yeah i'd love to hear it yeah yeah i'll be on my instagram at josh lock official um that's you know for everybody uh yeah so oh yeah frankie was away on saturday which was like she was she stayed out at her mate's house yeah my girlfriend this is you know for anybody not knowing who frankie is <laughs> and uh so i was like i've got the house to myself so i stayed up until like 2 a.m just writing stuff uh, <laughs> i didn't yeah. realize it was 2 a.m i was like oh no the next day i was just useless I, I i i can relate like 
I've, so me and Charlie, we've moved in together um, recently and then um, we, it's been fairly busy, but then I found myself with an evening off where she went to work and I was like, oh, okay. Well, mm. what, what do I do? What do I do, yeah. Actually, no, sorry. She came to the gig Friday night because she had an early start. She stayed at her mum's because her mum just works down the road. Right, yeah. So I was like, I went home and I was like, I play to myself. And I'm like, it got to about three or four o'clock in the morning. I've just been playing Minecraft. Nice. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm going to go to bed now. <laughs> and on that note, let's uh, let's play some pet needs. They are also playing this weekend with the Mephs at the Steamboat. But I can tell you when at the gig list. This is We'll Laugh About This One Day by the Needs. I lost my mind for two days and found it in my that was the marvellous pet needs with We'll Laugh About This Leon. So, yeah. next. A new record shop is popping up in St. Peter Street in Ipswich. Gibson is donating guitars to musicians who lost instruments at the Tennessee Tornadoes. And music industry is ruling from the COVID-19. Music news. Right, let's talk about it. Yeah. Um, ladies and gentlemen, there is a brand new uh, record store popping up in Ipswich now. Uh, following its success in Woodbridge, uh, Hex Records, which is run by Marcus Neal of the Smokehouse, yes. um, is, uh, yeah, basically it has moved to Ipswich, offering new and second-hand vinyl. Uh, it's tucked away above the Love One store. There used to be um, tram records in there. Oh, okay. Uh, but that... I think that must have stopped about two years ago now. Right. So now they've got another record store in there, which is great. There's usually a gallery upstairs at Love One and they've turned that into a record store. It's open on Fridays. Um, Marcus is, is well known on the Ipswich music scene for his work at the Smokehouse and organising Sound City in Ipswich. Yes. Um, he says, we have new releases every week. I buy things in that I really like because I have a passion for those albums. Uh, Marcus also buys in private collections but will only sell secondhand vinyl, which is in excellent condition. They're open every Friday between 11 and 5, and Saturday between 10 and 5, and there are plans for an outdoor launch event later in the spring. Amazing. So, I know a lot of people who will, who will spend hours absolutely. in there. Uh, it's great. It's getting like vinyl such a big thing now, and such a wholesome collect- like hobby for, yeah, for, for many. Right. So yeah. so, yeah, if you want some new music, go down there. Uh, Harley, yeah. what else has happened this week in the music news? So Gibson is donating guitars to musicians who have lost instruments in the Tennessee Tornadoes, which I think is really nice. Amazing. Really is good that, for them. And then it's not a, a fighter pilot squadron. No. So it's been it's called um, Tennessee Gibson Tornadoes. Gives, which is a, a non-profit wing of the global guitar brand. Uh, they plan to donate guitars to players with damaged or destroyed instruments as a result of the early Tuesday storm. And within five seconds, you know, people that will live within like 200 miles of Tennessee are like, I'm a musician. Yeah. And I lost an instrument. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> give it to me free. And I, I think that's really, as someone who, you know, lives in Tennessee myself, I think that's really <laughs> irresponsible. <laughs> <laughs> Please give me a free guitar. Uh, it's, it's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. I love that. There's there's that is that solidarity there. And you know? um, anyone who knows the Gibson Company that knows that they've had a, a, a very um, turbulent ten years, um, having oh, gone yeah. into uh, administration. Is, is it Mister? Yeah, well, it's that, bankruptcy in America. Yeah, bankruptcy in America. Um, and have been bought out by another company. They've they've kind of re, not rebranded, but their guitars. They've they've changed the design to how they were like more to how they were originally. Really, because they went through a lot of changes in the last twenty years. Hmm. Um, and they're they're making some really nice guitars now. Hmm. Uh, so and some very lucky people who have been very unlucky yes. uh, have been uh, are going to be gifted some some really great stuff, which yeah, is it's amazing. Nashville is you know it's it's the heart of music in America. Yeah. Um, they. Uh, so yeah, Gibson, was it- Gibson have said um, 
that we provided. So guitars, yeah. yeah, Gibson's sole discretion. So yeah, it's got they've got to be based on like proof of damage or yeah. losses and things. So loads of people are going to be like that, aren't they? And they say their replacement guitars may be demo models, prototypes, or shop worn across Gibson family of guitar brands. That's interesting. So, which is. Which is fair enough because if you've got a, like a show model, it might get like dinked, it might get scratched up from someone playing going a bit heavy with a scratch, and you know, and at the same like, personally, that it doesn't really matter at that point. You're getting yourself, you're still going to get a really good guitar, absolutely. Um, and if it's like a prototype, imagine that that'd be cool. You like, like get, you 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 lose a guitar, but then you get a one off that yeah. nobody else will ever have. Yeah, um, and yeah, you can get some really cool some interesting things that aren't, you know, because I can imagine with the stage that they're in, they'll probably have loads of prototype guitars, a big company like that, or trying yeah. to find the next best thing. Turns out so tornadoes really cool. aren't a bad thing. Other ways to lose your guitar are. are available. <laughs> I think they still are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Other forms of weather are available. <laughs> no, there isn't. Um, yeah, so last thing we want to talk yeah. about. Uh I kind of, you know, I kind of didn't want to talk about this a little bit because it's just <laughs> You are so bored of this. I know. I don't you were know saying why. this last week. It's just because uh, it's just all over the media at the moment. It's this coronavirus thing. Yeah. But it is affecting the music industry. So we have to talk about it, Harley. Yes. Uh, South by Southwest 2020 is cancelled in the first time in its 34 year history. Mm. So major companies like Netflix, Apple, Facebook, Amazon and Twitter pulled out several days ago. Um, including Ozzy Osbourne, Trent Reznor, and the Beastie Boys. Yeah. Um, all three major labels, uh, the Universal Music Group, Sony Music, and Warner Music, they also pulled out of the event, uh, or advising at least employees against going. Um, they basically said it was made as, as a medical and data-driven decision. They didn't want to, but mm. it was just like, well, everybody's pulled out, so we kind of yeah. have to cancel. And as soon as one person, like one big company pulled out, the, the other people will kind of be going... Should we be doing that? Yes, um, exactly. It just that, That's why the markets had such a massive crash is because yeah. of all this uncertainty. And it is uncertainty. There's a lot of people saying it's not that big a deal. There's a lot of people saying it's a much bigger deal than it could be. Mm-hmm. People aren't really sure because there's so much coverage on the media and there's so much, there's a lot of scaremongering, but then there's also a lot of, is this scaremongering? Yeah, you know? true. And also, so much fake news at the moment. Yes, um, so much. Let's talk about that in a bit. Um, so the official statement from the Austin Public Health stated that there's no evidence that closing South by Southwest or any other gatherings will make the community safer. However, this situation evolved rapidly and... Uh, basically south by southwest say we honor and respect the city of austin's decision uh we are committed to doing our part to help protect our staff attendees and fellow austinites um it's, it's not the only thing that's been affected by this no. um tool uh they they had a concert attendee who was diagnosed with t- coronavirus in new zealand mm-hmm. um you don't want to be that guy do you or oh, girl yeah i bet he's not popular with his mates yeah exactly it's like uh okay so everybody here is you know you ruined it for everybody Party foul. Um, <laughs> Coachella, their their fate hangs in the balance uh, as the health officials assess the situation. Yeah. So it may get cancelled. Uh, who knows? Uh, there's been con- cancellations from a lot of artists on tour, though. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's ruining stuff for people. I am um, working in corporate, uh, doing AV sound stuff. Yes. We've had a lot of uh, conferences and stuff that have been postponed. Really? And a, a few events that have been postponed indefinitely. That's money... Out of your pocket? Yep. Immediately? Yeah. Uh, there was a big job uh, last week that a friend of mine had, was cancelled. Uh, they cancelled it like six days in a, before it happened. Um, and he was like, well, cool. I've got nothing to do now. Right. Which, 
he's mostly annoyed that because it means he has to go now sort out the warehouse because they're right. like we've got to give you work yeah exactly it means he's got to go, go do something right cables i mean that's good because not everybody would do that yeah um so there's been cancellations from uh there's a big list here mariah carey uh bts mm-hmm. the pixies mabel stormzy green day slipknot testament and exodus uh as uh, they were going to be in tour in italy so it, why have slipknot cancelled gigs they've already uh, got the masks they were <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk a bit about that especially in a minute um a lot of these were, were japanese tours mm-hmm. um and and tours around sort of singapore and china um so lacuna coil have cancelled stuff from their italian band uh white snake trivium um others have altered their tour schedules in response to the outbreak speaking of masks uh corn's branded surgical mask has become popular and it's sold out <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing isn't it? Uh. i mean there's no flipping evidence that those surgical masks of breathing uh, masks a lot of people do anything. are saying that the the masks are only useful if you've got it oh really they're only good yeah, for stopping stop spreading it stop spreading it not catching it <sighs> again fake news and yeah. there's so much fake news about like that there's i've seen so much like facebook has now sponsored well given the, the government free um advertisements just to say to people like stuff from the nhs and from the government actual advice um rather than the amount of people that are just you know bloggers putting out uninformed mm. nonsense onto their youtube channels and, and facebook videos it's just like you're not a doctor i want to shut up <laughs> i want to just make a a point there saying that's a really good i uh, like facebook have been uh in the press for saying making some bad decisions mm-hmm. dis, dis, uh well, call it in terms of their marketing uh, in a lot of political uh, adverts and stuff like that more recently but like that's actually a good move to go look yeah that's a good step towards actually teaching like you say truth um absolutely man and it's good to know that they they have the capacity to make those right decisions like you say um yeah look, thankfully yeah like, every once in a while so harley that brings us on to this morning Jingle. And I'm going to... Right, so, Harley, I know that this is your sentiment right now. Ask me, ask me anything. I ask you, uh-huh. should we be consoling... Should we be consoling cancers um, <laughs> because of coronavirus or COVID-19? Do you think we should be cancelling all this stuff going on? Um, Here in the UK, I really don't think we should right now there's about 200 cases in the yeah, uk or something yeah Confirm. there's really not enough cases uh for it to be a real issue so far um it's worth mentioning that that there are people who um want may want to be a little bit more careful but at the same time these people are also going to be vulnerable to stuff like flu which is happening in which, which there's already a lot more cases in the uk right you have got the fear with the coronavirus it's a lot more um uh, what's the word spreadable it's a, it's a lot more right. contagious yeah. because it uh, the incubation period is a lot longer than what mm-hmm. you get with flu so yeah but i mean i'm not pregnant so that's all right for me um <laughs> that like so you know so you know. far but just be careful obviously wash your hands don't go out and like bulk buy toilet roll oh i hate that uh, you know what's up right i oh. was i was doing my business this morning i was like my toilet roll is getting low i'm like <sighs> now I'm, I really, I don't want to go to the shop and find out that there's no toilet roll. Time to, to get buy. some banana leaves. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, or just banana skins. I don't know. It's got yeah. to be bananas, though. So, um, or just a bidet. A bidet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just buy a bidet. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, but then people start bulk buying bidets, and uh, then where will be? Right. Yeah, I bought a shake pack from Costco. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I heard news today that the that Cobra has been meeting up uh, to assess the situation uh, for the government. Um, As in the beer company? Because no, not. <laughs> 
because it's yeah. it's Corona. It's not. Uh, yeah, and that's Indian, isn't it? <laughs> um, but there's the thing there. It's uh, they're meeting up, and there has been. Uh, speculation as to whether they will also not only advise against you know large gatherings of people for concerts they've already cancelled sport, sporting events that's not under advisement from the government but it's just from the advisements mm-hmm. on the teams um the the swiss football league has been completely cancelled or mm-hmm. postponed um uh, a lot of the gigs that i mentioned that had been cancelled before have been in switzerland avril lavigne had like a lot of dates in switzerland that she had to cancel because they the government has advised well has made it law that mm. you can't have gatherings of over a thousand people yeah um so the government is uh, considering that right now but there was also um sort of worries that they will actually also advise against any public yeah. gatherings uh, including co- like local gigs and you know people going to like uh, community halls for for church groups and stuff mm. but most importantly yeah gigs uh, in pubs and stuff you know of, of people that you know maybe a hundred uh, yeah. Up to 100 people or, or, or over. There was a... Um, a That's daft, isn't it? I, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Well, well, you were actually making a good point about this earlier. Which one? I can't... Which one was well, You make so many great points. But you were saying <laughs> how that actually it might be an even more um, sort of likely place to catch something. Is it a smaller event? Oh, yeah. So... We 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 were just... We talk outside the radio show, guys. No, we don't. <laughs> okay. Um... So we were pretending to talk. We were just kind of looking and nodding as if we were talking, but we weren't actually talking. Mm, friends. And I nodded and my hands gestured in a way to say. <laughs> yeah, we do sign language. Just yeah. In case we, yeah. But um, like potentially, you, especially in somewhere like Ipswich, there's a lot of places that are walking distance from one place to another. So yeah, you might be in a pub with only 50, 100 people in. But the chances are a lot of those people had been to another pub previously and are going to another pub after that. Mm-hmm. So you're coming in contact with a lot more people from different directions, mm. going to different places, more than a gig where they may be more locally sourced and then confined a, a, like a definite group of people. Mm. Um, but I, I still think I this is very much just scaremongering because... Uh, there's so much out there that you can kill you. Uh, I mean, like, yeah. you know, if, if this is going to be the one thing that stops nearly, you from going out, mm-hmm. why haven't you thought about the flu? That's what, that's what I was talking about. I nearly got you. hit by a bus the other day. Right? Yeah. I same. mean, what, are you going to wear a bus mask or something? Like, <laughs> yeah. But, like, you know, just to stop you from, like, an anti-bus hitting suit that's just like a sumo wrestler suit, yeah. whatever. But, you know, if you think about... I, I know, I've, I just heard a figure the other day that in the US alone, in November last year, there was about five to 6,000 people died from the flu. Mm. I mean, there have been 200 cases in the UK and only two people died. Mm. Um, and they already had respiratory yeah, issues. Yeah, and bless them, they were old people and, you know they weren't protected enough and so why you know there's just a new thing to be scared of and that's why i'm angry at the the news media a little bit just from sensationalizing this yeah it's the fact of you should be scared because the thing about the news media and and the tv here we go with my story we go with my my tinfoil hat on but (laughs) what tv wants is for you to watch more tv yeah and every single time you turn anything on even now like the way that we are um, in my my YouTube subscriptions are full up with people talking about coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. and that's not something that's just like you know it, it, it it's clickbait. Mm. There's so much of it about. So I mean, if there was like a ticker on the the news saying about how many people that died from the flu, people would be going, "Oh, I've got to go!" You know, mm. I'm not. I'm going to go bulk buy every day. <laughs> so yeah. we'd never have any toilet roll. Yeah. So I don't know. I think chill out, people. There was a. <laughs> uh, 
I was watching on the news uh, the other day, which is rare because I don't watch news, but I was at someone's house and it was just on because people just put the news on as if that's entertainment. Yeah, Harley watches olds. Yep. I watched, yeah, not, not about that news. Yeah. Okay, I've just understood what news, never mind. Uh, so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's been 27 years. Shush, shush. <laughs> um, I, yeah, and they were talking about previous um, global pandemics or um, epidemics. potential epidemic pandemics, what, yeah. whichever you want to call Like, so we've had in our year, we've had the bird flu scare, which was affecting birds, but there was a worry that that might, spread might might transfer to humans and to have an avian uh, uh, a flu that can right, transfer yeah. through birds would be bad because then there's no way of confining it to borders right and stuff like that we had the swine flu outbreak which is very much similar to this yeah and what if pigs could fly yeah if pigs could fly we had no chance um <laughs> well regardless and, of illness i mean and, <laughs> they've got new overlords and they were saying how these are all like they were all things that turned out to be not much right but at the same time this could be not much, but but it could be something a lot bigger. We don't know yet, right. uh, especially as it's more contagious than uh, standard flu, so it could get to a point. But they're like, people are scared of like scaremongering, but at the same time, <laughs> it's kind of better to be safe than sorry sometimes. I don't know. Right. I mean, it's just, yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, what do you guys think? Do you think they should be cancelling gigs? Do you think the government should be getting involved? Um, yeah. uh, do you and think this is just a bunch of fake news? Uh, and if you have any suggestions to not spread germs whilst at a pub, uh, let us know. <laughs> yeah, don't go around just licking everyone's wine glass. Uh, right, let's do this. Gig list. It's time. What pubs are you going to and drinking wine? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> I go to classy places. I'm a classy boy. <laughs> um, no, no. Um, so, right, I'm going to start this one off. So, uh, thank you to Ipswich Gigs for this one. Thank you, to Andrew. Uh, subscribe to their mailing list. Trust me, they give you something every Sunday, giving you a breakdown of of the uh, of, of what gigs are happening. So, but a lot of the gigs that we get on the on the on the show on the Harley and Josh show, uh, I get from. Uh, event invites that yeah. are personal to me so, so some of it isn't on Ipswich Gigs so it's good to subscribe to Ipswich Gigs but also listen to us every week yeah. um, first one we've got we're going to finish off the show with a band from this lineup. it's the Confession Night at Coda Colchester this is Wednesday you've got a weekday gig mate uh, Coda Colchester uh, there's Broken Calling Political Hesitation and amazing band called I the Illusionist from Colchester we're going to play at the end of this show mm. so yeah check that one out amazing we have Mm. <laughs> Those were all ends. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm so glad I gave you this one to read. <laughs> is that the name of the event? Or is that the name I of... think it's the name of the event, yeah. Okay, cool. So this is at the Halberd Inn, uh, Northgate Street, um, what used to be McGinty's. McGinty's. We have Cadaver Eyes, Talking Sleeve, and Nicola Woodham, as well as Huge Meta Alf. Yeah. Um, on the 12th what days of the week is that you know? that's a good question I believe that is the Friday, Friday. no it's not it's Thursday Thursday it's a Thursday night gig Thursday gig there we go so if you get listen to the podcast on the Thursdays you might just catch this one yeah. that's all like noise and electronica amazing so um, yeah, head, yeah. Get, head to that um, yeah uh, should be good that would be I think so we've got a lot of midweek gigs it's nice yeah it's pretty good um, Queer is Cult Right. Uh, it's basically a big queer dance party there's no live music of this one but I just thought that people should know that that's this is a good thing. Oh uh, yeah, just people that you know would usually be kind of outcast by things, mm. uh, by just you know bigots, um, are going to be hanging out with that cult. So if you 
identify as LGBTQ. Uh, check Even that if you out. don't and just want to support. Good point. Good yeah. point. Right. So that is uh, Queer as Cult Queer Dance Party at this Friday at seven o'clock at the Cult Cafe. Bar. I really like the Cult Cafe. So it's fun there, it's, isn't it's it? It's just nice and it's kind of a bit bohemian and like I went in there the other day and there was a table just with a pair of legs coming out of it. <laughs> exactly right. Um, Place is a bit different. Yeah. You might say a bit queer. A bit cult. Hmm. Right, yeah. Go anyway. on, tell us what else is happening. Uh, so we got Backwater Presents, Albion Mills, Osin, Osin Reese. I give this to you. Osian, I, I think. Osian, yeah. Uh, I think I've seen this guy before. Very good. Yeah. Um, Welsh fella? All right. Uh, really good, yeah. Osian Reese. Osian Reese. Yep. Uh, and Belinda Gillett. Yep. Or Gillet. No, she's not a, a sleeveless jacket. <laughs> You're a sleeveless jacket. At the so these are playing at the Smokehouse on Friday. Uh, get along to that if you are. Yeah. If you want to uh, check out some of the stuff, Albion Mills. We talked about them loads. And uh, they're also releasing new original material. Albion amazing. Mills, so yeah. I reckon they'll be debuting it there. Uh, we've been talking about this all show. Uh, Meth needs. Right, I like that what they did there. Uh, Pet Needs and the Mefs are live at the Steamboat Tavern this Saturday, the 14th of March. That is a great lineup. It is. If you like your punk or you just like having a blooming good night, mm. check that one out. Meth Needs this Saturday. I'm, I'm glad they did that and not called it Needs Meth. Uh, <laughs> Pet Meth. <laughs> Curtis Garrett is playing at the Arbor House. Thanks, Curtis. Uh, he's, he's listened to the show and he's, yeah, gets great, involved. So lovely thanks, voice. Curtis. Lovely he voice. He does. Uh, so he'll be playing there on Saturday. Have we Where's played the Arbor House? Don't know. Shall I Google it? Yeah. Um, I We haven't played anything Curtis Garrett because I've not found any records. I did have a little look. Okay, well. So, Curtis, if you're listening, yeah. please send us something to uh, for us to play. The Arbor Preferably House. Probably something original. It says the High Street in Ipswich. Oh, well, there you it's, go. It doesn't really... Uh... It's full of Arbor wines and Arbor goods. Oh, it's near the Crown Paul's Car Park. Oh, right. If that makes sense. Uh, near the Ipswich Museum. So, oh, if you go okay. towards oh, the museum... Oh, yes, I know the one. Yes, on the corner, kind yeah. of bluey, yes. grey-looking thing. Lovely old pub. Right it looks really nice. Air. I've not been in. Yeah, it's great. It's nice. It's pokey and nice. Oh, I like that. You know, pokey, cozy. nice and cozy, yeah. Cool. Uh, last one we got, shout out to Luke. Uh, this Trip Switch are playing at the Bull in Colchester. That's this Saturday. Uh, we don't always or ever uh, do <laughs> covers gigs on, yeah. uh, on the show. We usually we only go for the original stuff. Unless, unless it's, it's our gigs. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, so We don't like but, competition here. <laughs> but these guys listen to the show, so yeah. thank you very much. So uh, enjoy yourselves uh, at Trip Switch this Saturday, 14th of March at the Bull in Colchester. Mm. Let's quickly, yeah. before we um, before we go, let's do some game stuff because today's game's quite fun. Okay. Right? Can I, can informative. I, can I tell you about my... I, I told you that the... the um, competition last week was the ruin uh, oh song name with one letter yeah, yeah. and my one was don mclean's american 3.14926265358979338468 there we go it's beautiful mind Amer- uh yes so it's not pi it's pi so you're uh, a clever man um what um harley <laughs> let's talk about what other people put on our game today this this week's game it was, uh, well, what's the best song based on a true story? I'll start. Uh, Lola by the Kinks was inspired by a night of drinking and dancing with women who appeared to be a woman, but in fact was the famous cross-dresser Candy Darling, who is also mentioned in Lou Reed's Take a Walk on the Wild Side. Yes. Yeah, come to her and then he was and she said, hey, babe, take yeah. a walk on the wild side. Um, so, yeah, I love that. I love that fact. Um, what else have we got here? So, uh, Melissa Hammond said the Trooper by Iron Maiden was battled, inspired by the Battle of Baklava. Or Balaclava, sorry, in 1854. Baklava is a sweet treat. The Battle of Baklava. It's so sugary. Uh, 
Uh, oh yeah, and she also put "Shine on Your Crazy Diamond" is about Pink Floyd. Uh, from yeah. Pink Floyd is about Sid Barrett. That's that's I like that because it's a song from the about the original frontman written by the the new frontman. Yeah, exactly right. But, Interesting. You know, um, uh, what's another one? Uh, the Sweet by Ballroom Blitz thanks Scott Norman for this one came from a riot in the crowd that saw the band bottled off the stage at the Grand Hall Palace Theatre in Kelmarnock in Scotland in 1973 men spat while women screamed to drown out the music yes extreme screaming I have one from Andy Burlace he said Jeremy by Pearl Jam um, apparently it's yes. not very accurate but it does tell a very cool story about very interesting story about a sort of the the weird kid in school, essentially, which is, uh, yeah. Um, leave it to Rob Lewis to, to do a weird one. Uh, Kiss, of course it'd be a Kiss song, Plaster Caster. It was a song about a woman that has a unique collection of plaster casts of certain parts of male rock star's anatomy. <laughs> I'll let you guys <laughs> fill in the blanks. Um, yeah. Uh, some people have just put songs on there and they haven't said the, yeah. the story. I'm like, you two, have not understood this at all. <laughs> two people have done the same thing. Um, but I can tell the story. Well, the song tells the story itself. So right. uh, both my dad, uh, Steve Cotton, thank you for commenting. Good old boy. Nigel Bo- Boyer. Boyer, yeah. Boyer. Uh, Smoke on the Water by Deep Purple. It yep. tells the story of how they wrote the album or yes. how they recorded the album. They went to go record... Uh, in Montreux, wasn't it? Yeah, in uh, Frank Zappa's studio. Uh, and it got burnt down. And was it the studio or was it a concert? I just heard somebody like at a concert, there was a stu- there was a gig on, um, on like next to the river uh, or the lake and then somebody, some idiot had a, well, someone stupid with a flare gun burned the place to the ground so everybody had to evacuate. Uh, it may it have was been, a Frank Zappa and the mother, mothers yes. were playing the gig. But yeah. Yeah, it might have been that they were recording the live gig or whatever, but like how they kind of threw together some recordings and or something on like, yeah. But anyway, that's a really cool little story neil cameron thanks mate uh who are you by the who uh based on a legendary meetup and drinking sesh between pete townsend and the sex pistols steve jones and paul cook <laughs> oh you want to be in that room do you? oh wow yeah but yeah if you guys have got some more uh please let us know uh it's on the facebook let us know uh if you've got some songs coming out the harley and josh show uh, at gmail.com we've got a spotify playlist we've got an instagram account we've got a facebook page yeah we've got everything mate I'd just like- get involved Interesting story here. The, the song Lola, which was the original uh, song you, uh, that Kings. you most spoke about, uh, or somebody, yeah. The lyrics, uh-huh. the mono version released in 1970 in the lyrics mentioned Cherry Cola, which Cherry predates Coca Cola, who didn't start making Cherry Cola until 1985. <gasps> Nostra dumbass. Yeah. Amazing. That's quite cool, uh, that. Thanks, Dan Veal, for that. Great bass player. Uh, he's one of the uh, writers for the tech. Uh, Base magazine writes the uh, tech well, that's uh, section. Thanks very for listening, good. guys. Uh, we love you very much. Harley, love you, mate. Yeah, love you too, This man. is Blue Blood by the I, the Illusionist. Uh, check it out. Bye. Bye. You have no heart.